I've been to Indiana Beach a few times, and it's fun. Like, you ride the rides once, it's fun, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. I can only ride, like, a few of them, because, like, carnival rides, I get nauseous on. And that's all they are, are carnival rides, you know. Yeah, but they got some cool, they got some good, uh, what are they called? <laughs> the roller uh, coasters roller coaster. are good. But yeah, the rest of it is carnival rides. So. Yeah. But the 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 the, the chairlift's fun too. I like the chairlift, the Ferris wheel. Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't mind Indiana Beach. I just, you know. I would rather go to Santa Claus Land. Right, or Kings Island. Yep. Both yeah, are that, either in Indiana or within driving distance of Indiana. What is it? Holiday World is what it's called. Yeah, Holiday World. That place is fun. Yeah, That's a good water free, park, too. Free sodas or free drinks for anybody in the park. Yeah, free drinks. Don't Kings Island do that now? Um, Free water, but I think you still pay for soda. Or do you got to pay for the food package to get the free drinks? You got to pay for the food package to get the free drinks. Sometimes the free food package ain't bad, though. Not the food package. No, it's not. Food package, but... They're bringing that back to... Uh, Oh, anyways, thank you for choosing. Thank you. I almost said thank you for choosing Ascension. Thank, thank you for choosing uh, Ascension. <laughs> God. Um, th- welcome back to another episode of Hoosiers Podcast with your hosts, the Chris's. Boom. That's. Anyways, where was I going? They're bringing. Are they bringing? They're bringing back the food thing to Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Not that I'm going to Disney for another year, but starting on the. I am end, not- Starting on the 30th or the 31st, you can start planning for next year trips to Disney. So I might, I might start they're, trying to plan something. They're they're in trouble. They closed down their expensive uh, hotel. Well, Galaxy's Edge or whatever. Did you see that Spirit of Halloween's already moving in? <laughs> what a great meet! <laughs> No, no one went to it. No one has was four thousand dollars a night, and it's a it's not even like a hotel. It's like a show. So why 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 go there and then also go to the theme parks and spend all that money? Well, I think they angered a lot of people, and a lot of people quit going, and that did part of it. And uh, I guess the pre-sale for Little Mermaid's not doing good. Nope. They they released the. the soundtrack and I we kind of there's like a Disney playlist on Spotify that I listen to every once in a while just because sometimes I feel like listening to Disney music and uh-huh. they have they they put the uh they put the uh the new Little Mermaid songs on it and let's just say I don't want to watch the movie <laughs> I guess it's not tracking good with uh 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 uh, critics either it's like below 75 percent so well, it's a it's all they did was change the actress and make it live action it's yeah. exactly what they did with you they know did. lion king and and aladdin and whatever else live action ones they've done i saw a tiktok and they talked about it it was a commercial for disney back in the day and what they offered for that was free and here they had like extended hours and the fast pass bands, you know, the bands for the, you know, if you stay at Disney park, you get a free fast pass band. You didn't have to pay for it. 
They had the bus tram from the airport to Disney for free. Yeah, that, now that's like you. 50 bucks or something. I, I thought they got rid of it. No, they brought it back. But you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it now. And because yeah. it's not ran through Disney, it's with another company. Well, it was never ran through Disney. It was always subcontracted out to Mirrors. Oh. So. Um, but still, and I like, they had all this free stuff. And I, I think that's what, that was part of the experience was, you know, oh, I can get in. Like, you could used to get in. I don't know if you can still do it or not. You used to do, uh, you could get in an hour early. Yeah. Or stay oh, two hours late or something like that if you had. If you were Disney, if you stayed on Disney property, you still can. You 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 get the uh, rope drop if you stay on property, and you can stay a little later if you stay on property. That's still a thing. But um, um, yeah. So I don't know. They're just in a lot of there's a lot of issues there, and they're like they're dumping all of their like one year. Uh, TV shows like Turner and Hooch, the the Mighty Ducks show, they're dumping all those off of uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, they, they're dumping a lot of shows. Well, they're losing money on Disney Plus. That's why they're combining Disney Plus and Hulu into one app. Right. Have you been on the Max app now yet? Not really. I I've loaded it up once. They added some stuff and they, they dude they added a lot it. of stuff. There's like Discoveries on there now. Oh, they finally and... added Discovery Plus to it. Yes. Finally. So you can drop your Discovery uh, subscription. Well, I don't have that anyway. That was given to me. Oh, well, uh, what's-her-face can drop it now. I thought you had that for some reason. Well, she could because it's on, you know, she has my sign-in, so. Yeah. And that would be cool. Do you want to do your shout-out before we get too far into it? Yes. So I was on a show, a podcast. I cheated on you guys. I have sinned against you. Shame. Shame. Um, it's called the Hoosier State Sports Show. Uh, it's with uh, Joey and Adam. I know Joey through uh, when I used to write for uh, Sports Media Pass when I wrote for the website. That's how I know him. And these two don't know a lot about the Indy 500, which is horrible for any person growing up in Indiana, even you, Chris. Not just, I'm not just pointing these two guys out. They're actually, they're cool guys, real cool guys. Uh, they just didn't know a lot, so they had a lot of questions, and I explained, you know, I tried to. I guess I convinced them, they're like, we're going to watch the race now. So, because, uh, you know, that passion comes out when I start talking about the 500. So, um, but it's on Spotify. You can listen to it. So, they're good guys. Give it a listen. Give You can hear me talk about the 500. So, there you what go. What a bunch of nerds. Right. But um, anyway, so <laughs> there's all kind of funny stuff going on this week. <laughs> so, um, of course, yeah. Oh, uh, Indiana Jones is coming to Disney Plus, all four movies. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I heard the fifth one Finally. is not tracking well either. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, the fifth I'll, one. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait until, well, you know. He said it's going to be his last one. So I hope so. He's like. 97 years old yeah and he crashed a plane so right well he was shot down by tie fighters oh you're right you're right he was shot down by tie fighters yeah shot down by tie fighters. i read this tweet because you know they're talking about in the nfl this has nothing to do with any idea it was just funny but in the nfl how they're gonna flex the games at the end of the season to thursdays to sundays yeah so <laughs> 
Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, he's like, you know, that's not fair. He says you're gonna have all these you're gonna have all these fans come from Los Angeles to watch the Raiders play. You know, you're gonna have like 300 Raider fans and three Charger fans <laughs> come to Vegas on a Thursday. He's like, then you're gonna move that game to Sunday. That's not very fair. And I was like, damn, he just chirped on Chargers fans. Because he's talking about all the fans from Los Angeles, right? Yeah. So Because Los like, Angeles like, when... is mostly a Raiders fan. Um, huh? L.A. is mostly Raiders fans. Right. Fake, so I just thought it was funny. Uh, Rams. You're going to have all these Raider fans coming from Los Angeles and like three Charger fans. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> well, I get why the NFL did it because it's, look at all the crap Thursday night games we had. Like, we know the Saints and like – who. What are all the Thursday night games? Um, give me one moment. I don't even know who the Thursday night games. All I know, but still, that's that's still rough though. I mean, you got you do have. How do you plan ahead for a Thursday night game? Yeah, and it's supposed to be prime time, so it's okay. I don't care if they flex it. Okay, so the this well, yeah, is but the, if, uh, if and it's only the second if, half. Of if the I've year. got a ticket to a Thursday night game, and I take Friday off, and they move that to Sunday. You got I took a, a Friday month off. To plan. Huh? You got a month to plan. Sometimes the, you, you need more than a month to get time off. I mean, I well, don't plan on it. I don't care. I'm just saying, I just think it's, it, that's kind of hard to do. So people, what is it? It's, it's like week 12 and on is when they can flex or week 10 and on. That's, I think I would, I would hate, I would hate to be, I would hate to be. I mean, what if I wanted to fly out for a, a, a football game? The cheapest tickets are the Thursday night game to Las Vegas. And I fly out on like Sure, you usually Wednesday. buy your ticket. You usually buy your plane tickets a bit in, more in advance. Right. So if I fly to Vegas on a Wednesday and to fly back on Saturday so I can recover Sunday and they move that game from Thursday to Sunday, I don't get to see the game. Well, let's be honest. So, they don't care because Amazon's paying them a boatload of money. So, and I mean, it's not just Vegas. I mean, I know um, when I lived in Florida, like you would go to uh, like Buccaneer games, and like fans travel to Tampa. You know what I mean? Like they travel like from Buffalo and Green Bay and Chicago. Fans any travel, cold weather no city what. you can. It, right, but any cold weather uh, city you can think of that's got, you know, that history, they travel to Tampa quite a bit. So I just wonder how that's going to – that's just kind of crappy for one-off fans. It's not season ticket holders, you know. They don't care. But I guess the one-off fans they don't really care about. Probably do they? No, they can survive. Like, they don't care. It's about the – NFL, all about the money. The league only cares about the TV money. And then and that's, has and it's, not just night, it's, it's every league. Like, I saw this tweet. Check this out. I saw this tweet the other day, and it was from a Yankee fan. And I am not a, a Yankee fan by far, but listen to this. So, um, this was tweeted on the 21st. You have to dis- you have to subscribe to four different services to watch the next five Yankee games. Sunday Peacock, Monday Off Day, Tuesdays on Yes, Wednesday Amazon Prime, Thursday Yes, 
Friday, Apple Plus TV. Yeah, uh, I was listen- I listened to Mad Dog Radio, and Mad Dog was complaining about that uh, about a year ago. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I-, I loved it. Like, you know, when I was a kid, if I wanted to watch the Reds, they were on Channel 4. If I wanted to watch the White Sox, they were on Channel 35 out of Chicago. If I wanted to watch the Cubs, they were on WGN. If I wanted to watch the Braves, they were on TBS. They were always, it was baseball on somewhere. And then like ESPN would show games. You had Monday Night Baseball on ABC. So you could always watch baseball somewhere. And if yeah. you were a fan, a homer, you know, you could watch Cubs games well, all year long for that's free. That's now problem. you can How long until like you have to have a, some sort of different streaming pl- platform? You know, for NFL, like you have to have Prime or YouTube or ESPN Plus just to watch a game. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, it's, and I'm not going to pay for ESPN Plus. Um, I bear like I'll, if it wasn't for Star Trek, I wouldn't have Paramount, and I only have a uh, Peacock because it's free with my package of inter- my internet. Right. So it's. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get the. It's a shame. I mean, how does a kid fall in love with baseball, and then they wonder why people don't watch baseball, or people go to baseball games anymore, or why they can't keep an audience? You know. Well, because it's, one, the game is boring when you watch it on TV. But it's not if it's if it's done right, it's, dude. It's it's. I mean, you're telling you're telling me that uh, that twenty to one game. Was uh, was great to watch. Oh, those games are those games are boring in person because they take freaking forever. I went to Did a Red Sox that? game. They blew out the everybody. No, they everybody blew out the scored in that game in the last every inning. Play, really? It was twenty to one, and the team that had twenty scored nine runs in the ninth inning, and every single person in the lineup scored. Well, it started off with a grand slam, then a double, then a single, <laughs> then another double. I've been to a blowout game. I went to a, a Rays game, Rays and the Red Sox. And it was like 10 to 1 in the third inning. And I was like, I, I wanted it because they ring me stupid cowbells. So if they yeah. start losing, then they give up on the cowbell and you don't have to go to stupid cowbells anymore. But... And then they start just throwing in reliever after reliever after reliever, and the game takes forever. And those games are boring. I would rather watch a close game than than a blowout. But still, I mean, I can remember stations cutting in, uh, like a Fox affiliate. There was a Fox affiliate in Orlando. They cut in one time because Nolan Ryan was pitching a no-hitter. And then they did the same thing with uh, Fernando Valenzuela. You know, they would just cut in. You know, we're going to show you this end of this game because, you know, it's a Fox affiliate. So I just think it's shitty that you can't just watch a game if you live in the area. You should be, you know, now if you live in Chicago and they're at home, you can't even watch a game. It's blacked out, which means we can't watch the game because it's blacked out. I know. I'm waiting for that to happen with the NFL, like black out the Colts games or something. They used to. You don't I mean, yeah, that? no, I, I don't remember that. My parents talked about it. Yeah, because they were shitty. So you had to have a sellout. You had to have a sellout by Thursday. It was this was every NFL team. You had to have a sellout by Thursday or you couldn't show the game live. And 
in in your area. They would black it out locally. So after a while, like the first three seasons, all we got were shitty Colts games because they were terrible when they moved to Indianapolis. And then um, eventually they started getting blacked out. So we got better football games. But if somebody big came to town, you know, like uh, the Dolphins came to town with Marino or the 49ers with Montana, they would sell out. Or if they were close to a sellout, like if there were a thousand seats left, a company would buy those tickets uh, or the Colts would donate them to like uh, like a kid's charity. So there would be a sellout. So well, that's nice. Yeah, it was. But uh, yeah, so we, we, we never think, got to see the Colts for the longest time. I think my dad's company, ATA, did that one time. There was like so many tickets left and they bought a bunch of tickets. And my dad was able to go to a Colts game because yeah. they, were give, they gave them out to the pilots and like flight crews and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They used to do that a lot. That was, and that was cool. And I mean, we get to see half the Colts games and maybe two home games because they were so terrible. Which, you know, oh, they, would, they, would preempt, they would preempt Raider games. So I was happy that they would not sell out. Because so. <laughs> local always took over national. So. But I just think it's kind of, I mean, people complain about freaking IndyCar races being on Peacock. And I'm telling you, that's going to happen. And I think it's going to happen in every sports where it's, they're going to start paying bucks and you're going to, it's going to be NASCAR. It's going to be Formula One where you're going to have to pay a penny. And if you want to watch it, it's going to be on a streaming service. It's not going to be on network anymore. Look how much money Amazon paid for Thursday night rights and, it's, it's going to go that way because they got the money. That's right. That's exactly right. YouTube just picked up Sunday Ticket. Yep. YouTube picked up Sunday Ticket. I am not paying that much for a DM. And Peacock made a Not Peacock. Uh, Paramount Plus had a big thing with the uh, Super Bowl a couple years I ago. <clears throat> I do pay for uh, um, whatever uh, YouTube Premium or whatever so I can watch, uh, so I can listen to music while not on the well, not in the app. Oh, you don't have to have the app up. Yeah, which is honestly f- for me who uses YouTube like while I'm at work and just like you know wh- like while I'm doing like other stuff, uh-huh. it's, it's pretty nice. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. But you, so you and get it, the football games like, too, and right? it's only like three bucks or something like that, three or four bucks, which whatever. Yeah, I mean, all, like, all of this, all of this, it used to be free is is going to go away. It really is. And I think it's going to be every sport. So, I mean, I know it, it makes a, like, it's kind of hard for me as a Cowboys fan to, to watch Cowboys games sometimes. Well, I know when DirecTV had the Sunday ticket, if you signed up at the right time of year, you would get Sunday ticket for free. And then it was only like 150 bucks. So I would just keep it, you know, but, um, and then I could watch the Raiders all, you know, all year long. I enjoyed that, and then then you had the MLB. Does the MLB still have their thing? Yeah, I think they do. And the NBA and the NHL both have a league pass. So yeah, NFL did it first, I think. Yeah, but I mean, back in the day before the uh, Sunday ticket came along, and you had a satellite dish, you could watch. You could watch the NFL. That's how we watched a lot of hockey. Uh, some friends of ours in Chicago. That's how I got into hockey. Uh, friends of ours from Chicago had a satellite dish, and we would watch Blackhawk games because we would pick them up on the satellite dish. We'd pick up the wild feed. 
there'd be no commercials. And I ended up buying one because I could pick up IndyCar races with no commercials. So that was kind of awesome. So I do have some videotapes, VHS copies. And I might have put them on DVD of uh, Indy 500s and other a couple other IndyCar races uh, with no commercials. It's just straight satellite-ish. So... Did you get through all your IndyCar races? I my every single Indy 500. I watched every single Indy 500. Yes. Did you skip around any? Like, are there any that you just don't watch because they're boring, or do you just nope? Let I suffered play in the through all of them. Through the oh, ones gosh. that were heartbreaking, I watched the rain delays, the COVID uh, years. Yeah, I even watched that one. So, um, I did my best, but I got through them last. I, fi- I finished up last night with 2022. So, which wasn't really that great of a race. It was kind of boring too. But some of those races, when they had the big split, because they had a big, the IndyCar had a big civil war, right? And they had a big split. There was two different IndyCar series at one time back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. From 1996 to 2008, there were two IndyCar series. So those early, when when IndyCar, when IRL was created, Indy Racing League, which is a stupid name anyway, um, those early IndyCar, Indy 500s were crap. It was just absolute crap. From 96, 97, 98, those races are, they're hard to watch just because the product, on-track product is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. They had 35 cars start the, 97 race because of a controversy and then by like lap six of the race there was like 30 cars that were left so you know seven cars had dropped out or something like that within yeah. the first six laps. so it was just it's just a bad time but i suffered through them all but, well you gotta take the the highs with the lows i guess yeah so um but um we got the race coming up this sunday chris you're gonna you can't watch you can watch on Peacock, can't you? Yeah, but I got I, I got plans. You cannot make plans on race day, dude. You gotta. Just... It's our last meeting with the pastor. What pastor? He is not a very good pastor if he's doing this on race day. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He should be watching the race. He should be watching the race and praying for the safety of the drivers instead of talking to married people. For Connor but, Daly. That's right. You know anybody? I don't. You know. Is Connor Daly even in the race this year? Yes, he is in the race this year. Where's he at? Um, Hang on, I'll pull it up and I'll let you know. Um, Connor is starting. It's a wacky race. Like, there was a... uh, They qualified the field and Graham Rahal got... Is Gasly going to be there? Yeah, are we starting the wacky races back up? Well, Graham Rahal, check this shit out. So, Graham Rahal got bumped, right? Which is a big deal. What do you mean bumped? He didn't make the race. He didn't qualify. He was bumped. He was too slow. Huh? Sucks to suck. Uh, Connor Daly starts 16th. <clears throat> Monday hey, they had Monday they had a test session, right? Three hour, two hour test session, and two cars crashed. Catherine Leg, the only woman in the field, um, and Stefan Wilson, they both crashed. Um, he checked up for some reason. They, a bunch of cars checked up in turn ones, which means they slowed down really fast, and. Poor girl didn't have nowhere to go. She slammed right into the back of him. Oh, uh, gosh. 
I don't know how you have, I've never seen anything like this. So I don't know. There's no blame. It was just a, a you know, it's one of them racing deals. You know, I, I had never seen anything like this before. Well, anyway, Wilson breaks his back in the crash, right? Oh gosh. So, um, the hookup, the hang up there is you have, um, Stefan Wilson uses a Chevy motor. Graham Rahal uses a Honda motor. So we were trying to mull through who was going to take the ride, you know, for the race. Right. And they had a press conference yesterday and they worked it out. And Graham Rahal is in the race driving in Stefan Wilson's car. So they worked it out between engine manufacturers. So Graham Rahal in, in like 48 hours, Graham Rahal went from being bumped, having the emotion and realizing he's not going to be in the Indianapolis 500 to being in the Indianapolis 500, filling in for an injured driver. So, well, that's nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm happy about it. Graham Rahal's a really nice guy. He's a really good guy. So, um, but, uh, and still so Stefan Wilson, actually I had met Stefan Wilson on Friday. Uh, I had one of my pictures that I had taken. I had one of him. So I, uh, I got it autographed. Um, so, but Steph's in the hospital. He's going to be all right. He just he kind of fractured a vertebrae. Um, but um, so that's coming up. Uh, like I said, Connor starts 16th. He's got a fast car, though. I think he's got a good race car. That's the important thing. Is you have a good race car more than anything. But um, with that being said, and I'm not even going to try and predict who wins the Indy 500 because, like Bobby Unzer said one time, you got to be stupid to try and pick a winner for the Indianapolis 500. So I pick I, Connor Daly just because he's an Indiana boy. I mean, that, he's a great guy to root for, no doubt. I if if I had to pick, I would pick somebody. Uh, you know, pole sitters don't do very well winning. So is it your cousin that does the betting? What my nephew bets? Yeah, nephew. What who's he putting his money on? I don't know. He he does a couple of long shots. I would say he would probably pick. He does long shots because the favors don't pay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he's not, I don't know if he'll put any money on Rossi or not. Rossi's usually our guy. That's usually a guy we root for. But I, he'll probably put money on, he might put money on Connor. He'll probably put money on Marco Andretti. Um, your favorites are going to be Alex Pelot, Pato Award, uh, Marcus Erickson, Scott Dixon, those guys. So, uh, um, those could possibly do it. But, um, uh, I my guy's Ryan Hunter Ray. He'd probably be a guy, and he might pick him too. We like Ryan Hunter Ray. I'm rooting for Ryan Hunter Ray. He went in the race list uh, last year. He's in the race this year though, so he's my guy. He's always been my guy for the past I don't know how long, ten, twelve years. Oh, that's which awesome. leads me into my segment, Chris. Oh, your uh... top ten racing movies. Uh oh. Here we go. Are you ready for this? No, well let's go. We're going to go for, through the list. Because I don't 10, even have a list. so I have 11 in my top 10 list. And because for years it was always the Big Ten, but there were 11 teams. This is going to be the Fast the, and Furious. The, <laughs> no, oh, speaking of which, the Fast and the Furious movies use the F word 56 times. All of them combined or like? They use the F word 56 times in Fast 10. In just 10? Yes. I mean, I'm always, I'm always down for an F bomb. No, this, the family is the word they use. Oh, 
Uh, <laughs> they, used the, they used the word family 56 times in he Fast just, 10. He just did made they, it so bad. I know. Did they family themselves into space on a Fiero? Who the God knows. I, I don't want to watch it. That's all I know. I saw somebody on a TikTok that said somebody pulled the fire alarm so you can make people get a refund for the fire <laughs> in Fast 10. <laughs> so I don't know how legit it is. But anyway, so here we go. We're going to go through our top, my top 10 favorite racing movies. And some of these are questionable numbers. But number 11, because, you know, Big Ten. So number 11, I have The Love Bug, which is Herbie, right? Mainly it's probably Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo is my favorite of the Herbie movies. So that's number 10, 11. Number 10 is That New Speed Racer with Emil Hirsch. That movie's underrated. That is extremely underrated. That is a really good movie. It is... Speed Racer come to life, like literally Speed Racer come to life. It's a good movie. I enjoyed that very much. Uh, number nine, I have Stroker Ace, which had uh, Burt Reynolds in it. Uh, he's a stock car driver. It's the fastest chicken in the South. It's a sponsor. He's going to wear a chicken suit. It's really funny. Um, so Stroker Ace is number nine. Number eight is an old movie from the 30s, I believe. Let me see here. It has Clark Gable in it. It's called To Please a Lady. Oh. And um, oh. It, was sh- it was shot on location at the Speedway. Oh, man. And, yeah, Clark Gable and Barbara Stanwyck, 1950. I'm sorry. Um, a former uh, war hero and midget car racer meets his match in a feisty reporter who blames his reckless tactics for an accidental racing death. Uh, the racing action in this movie is really, really good. There's some cheesiness because it's 1950, you know, as far as there's no green screen. But uh, they use uh, scenes from the, uh, the, uh, from the 1950 Indy 500 were used in this movie. So it's a really, I enjoy it. It's only an hour and a half. And the footage is really good. So I really recommend that's really good. Clark Gable, Barbara Stanwyck to please a lady, 1950. So that is number eight. Number seven, we have six pack with Kenny Rogers. He goes stock car racing. Actually, his arch nemesis in the movie is uh, Bernie from Weekend of Bernie. You know, the dead guy that walked around. <laughs> he's the, he's the bad guy in the movie. And Parker Stevenson from the Hardy Boys. Um but, uh, oh, no, wait, Parker Stevenson's Stroker Ace, my bad. So, uh, yeah, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's is the bad guy in Stroker Ace. And it has, he's got a kids for a pit crew, which includes uh, Diane Lane, a young teenage Diane Lane, and uh, Anthony Michael Hall is in, the, is in this movie, too. And it's got Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers and uh, Silver Spoon. She was a hottie in the 80s. But Six Pack is a good movie. And he sang the title song to it. And I think it went to number one on the Billboard charts. Kenny Rogers did. So uh, Six Pack is another good movie. That's at number seven. Number six, we got Ricky Bobby. Because why not? You mean Talladega Nights? Yeah, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. That's a great movie. I love that movie. And and, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen looks, he looks like Simon Paginot, who is an Indy 500 winner, actually. And he's in this year's Indy 500. So you see, you see Jean Girard side by side with Simon Pagano, and it's like the same guy. Um, number five, we had Ford versus Ferrari, which is underrated based, movie. It's a very good movie. 
Uh, they took some, you know, liberties with it that I didn't like. They and always do. California Speedway looks nothing like Daytona International Speedway, but they tried to pass it off. But, you know, good noble effort there. But it's still a really good movie. The average moviegoer is not going to know the know yeah. difference. I just didn't like the way they made Walt Hanskin. Walt Hanskin is... Walt Hanskin was a real race car driver, and he was part of that Ford team. And they kind of made him out to be like a goon and a bad guy, and I don't think he was that way. And he got killed at Le Mans, and that is seen in the movie. So I just didn't like the way they portrayed Walt Hanskin as kind of a a goon on the racetrack. Um, Is he a Ferrari uh, driver? No, he's a Ford driver. Oh, I don't. I have to watch. I haven't seen the movie since. We That's a great the movie. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon and uh, uh, Batman. What's his name? Christopher or uh, Bale. Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale and and Matt Damon. Ford versus Ferrari. Ken Miles and uh, Carol Shelby. Um, number four, we have Winning, which stars Paul Newman and Robert Wagner. Uh, it was filmed around the 1968 Indy 500, actually. And uh, the car that Bobby, the, the car that Paul Newman races in the movie is based off of the winner who won the 68 race. So it's based off his paint job, his helmet, and everything is based off of Bobby Enzer's car and helmet from the 68 500. And uh, actually, the Speedway had both of them at one time. They had Bobby Enzer's helmet. And uh, Paul Newman's helmet that he used in the movie. His name was Frank Capua in the movie. Um, but that's how Paul Newman fell in love with racing. He did a lot of his own stunts. Robert Wagner was kind of scared. You know, he, Robert Wagner was number two, right? Number number two in uh, Austin Powers. Number two? Yeah. Number two? So, um, but that. Robert Wagner was kind of scared to, to take those laps. And he didn't do a lot of it. Paul Newman did a lot of his own stunts, so much so that he became a professional race car driver. He raced sports cars, and he owned an IndyCar team from 1983 up until his death in two, until 2008. He owned actually he owned uh, Mario Andretti's car, and then it was Mario and Michael Andretti together. Uh, they raced together for years, and that was owned by Paul Newman, and all, all because he started this racing movie called Winnie. They used to show it on Channel Four every year in May. But, you know, now they don't do that anymore because we're not allowed. Because probably streaming rights or some stupid shit. Uh, number three is Rush. With uh, Daniel Bruhl and uh, Thor himself. Right? Chris Thor's Hemsworth. racing cars. Thor's racing. You never saw him rush? Dude, you guys yeah. rush. Huh? I have. It's good. It's really good. That's, real, that's based on a true I was, story. I was making a joke that it was Thor, not, you know, the actor. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, Thor. Actually, he uses his helmet with the wings, actually. Oh. <laughs> does he so, fly with his hammer? He does. He flies He flies with his hammer around the racetrack. But Ford versus Ferrari, which was... Uh, dumb, not Ford. Oh, my God. Ford versus Ferrari. Um, sorry. Uh, Rush, Rush was uh, directed by Ron Howard. They used... A lot of the cars they use in the movie are the cars are from that era. So they use the actual cars from the seventies in some of these shots. Those cars are worth millions and millions of dollars right now. So the Ferrari that they use, the Hesketh, the Lotus, all those cars, the, the McLarens that they used in that race or in that movie 
were the same cars that raced at that time, which was, this was based on the 76 Formula One championship. Uh, number two, number two is Le Mans with Steve McQueen. And um, like the first 20 minutes of the movie, there is no dialogue. It's just straight up racing. Um, but that's Steve, that's a, in fact, the movie car, so they had a movie car in the race, right? In the 24-hour race. It was, it was only supposed to run a certain amount of time. It was not allowed to run all 24 hours. It was running in the top 10 at one point, and they made them pull off the racetrack because they weren't supposed to be racing in the actual race. So uh, that's a little thing. Uh, Steve McQueen was a, a, a speed demon himself, and his son, Chad McQueen, who was the blonde bad guy in uh, The Karate Kid, you know? He played uh, Dutch. You know, points or no points. You're dead beat. That's Chad McQueen. That's Steve McQueen's son. He actually raced too. He got the, uh, so he raced in some sports car races. And uh, Steve McQueen raced. And there's actually a story about Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen racing at the 12 hours of Sebring. And he was uh, teamed up with uh, uh, another raid. I think it was one of the Rodriguez brothers out of Mexico. Um, and... The, the Rodriguez had built up this hugely lead in the 24 hours of uh, the 12 hours of Sebring. This is back in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. And uh, Mario Andretti was racing for Ferrari at the time. And uh, in in that, and his car broke. So the announcer, so the Rodriguez had built up this huge lead, hugely, and then Steve McQueen gets in the car in the lead because he's got this huge lead built up, right? And all they talk about is the announcers like, Steve McQueen's doing this, Steve McQueen's doing that, he's doing this, he's doing that. Mario Andretti walks over to the race team and says, put me in the car, I'm going to win this race. Because he got tired of all the all the glory was going to Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen didn't do nothing. It was the other driver that did all the hard work. All Steve McQueen had to do was keep the lead. So Mario got in the, in the other car. He was actually supposed to fly out. Uh, to go to another race, and instead he stayed at the track. He uh, got in the other car, uh, hunted down Steve McQueen, <laughs> and beat him. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite racing stories from Mario Andretti, my racing hero. That he just got tired of hearing about how great Steve McQueen was doing, so he got in the car and just opened up a can of whoop ass on him in Sebring, Florida. And then my number one racing movie of all time. It is not Days of Thunder, because it is a piece of shit. It is not Driven, which was my nutbuster this week. But it's a movie called Grand Prix with uh, uh, James Garner. James Garner was a big race fan and a Raider fan, actually. Jane Rockford, Brent Maverick. Uh, Grand Prix from like 1968, I think. John Frankenheimer created this movie. The, the, the shots on it were very innovative. Uh, they put cameras, strapped cameras to the cars. There's real Formula One drivers in it. Uh, Graham Hill is in it. Jackie Stewart is in it. So it's a very dated movie. It's a little slow. It's long, but the racing cover, the racing shots are spectacular. Very comparable to Rush, the movie Rush. So Grand Prix, I would say, is the greatest uh, racing. My favorite racing movie is Rush. And it's got Brian Bedford, uh, who was the voice of Robin Hood in Disney's Robin Hood. And uh, uh, Fernando Lamas, I think, was in the other guy. So, 
there's my top 10 racing movies. Um, and then if I wanted to go documentaries, let's, um, let's save that for another time. No, no, just honorable mention documentaries. You want to watch a good documentary. Senna is a great documentary. And then one called, uh, the formula one drivers also known as the quick and the dead. So those are, those are the two best documentary films. So I thought I would throw those as an honorable mention. So we're ready to go. And then my not buster this week was driven starring Sylvester Stallone and starring you me. I was in it. That's right. I am in that movie. I was in the crowd at the race in Miami. Could you find yourself if you pause at the right time? No, I just know the general area where I was sitting based off the shot, though. Ah, but it's got Sylvester. It's it's got a big cast. It really does. It's got a great cast, and it had uh, so it's Sylvester Stallone, um, Burt Reynolds, Gina Gershon, and uh, uh, Till Schweiger, which I believe Till Schweiger was in Inglorious Bastards, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Stella Warren's in it, and then Sunshine is in it too. Um, Sunshine from uh, the from where, the where the Titans, yeah, he's in it. Kip Pardue, he played uh, <clears throat> he plays like the the main guy, and they bring in Sylvester Stallone, this veteran driver. Um, he's kind of lost his edge because of a crash, and he comes in to kind of mentor uh, Sunshine. So it's Creed. Basically, yeah. But, like, they were, it, it kind of got messed up because first they were going to do Formula One. He, and then uh, Formula One didn't want him. Finally, they just said no. Because in the movie, a driver's killed. So, um, but the bad part was, so he had done research for years, Stallone did, on this movie. And then, uh, Senna got killed. There was another driver that got killed, Roland Ratzenberger, in 94. So they didn't like the aspect of a driver getting killed. So he took his movie to CART, which was the other IndyCar division at the time, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And um, they had two drivers get killed in 1999. Uh, So they said no on the death of a race car driver. So they had to go with uh, an accident. And what I don't understand is... It's a terrible movie. Like the racing scenes are cool. And if you don't know anything about racing, it's probably entertaining. It's much like, but I don't understand why Days of Thunder is a piece of shit movie. It is the worst type of racing movie out there. It is horrible, but everybody loves that movie. And it just boosted NASCAR's popularity, right? I don't know why this didn't do the same for IndyCar racing. I don't, I don't understand because they're both terrible movies. I mean, they've got in, in, in driven, there's a, a fuel leak <laughs> with a burning car while it lays in the water, right? And it was upside down underwater. It was upside down in the water and fuels leaking out. Well, IndyCar fuel dilutes in water, so it's not going to catch on fire because once water touches it, it's dead. So, I just don't understand how one movie that's horrible can make a racing series popular when another movie that's horrible makes the racing series not popular. 
Have you seen Driven, Chris? No. It's a piece of shit. It's awful. I'm it's, not big into racing movies, so. But you saw Days of Thunder, right? No. You didn't see Days of Thunder either? No. It's it's Top Gun with Star I've seen two of the movies you talked about. Ford vs. Ferrari and Talladega Nights. You didn't see Rush? Um, I saw it in the sense of it was on TV and I was watching it, but I don't remember. I didn't watch all of it. You didn't watch it. It's a good movie, actually. If I were going to recommend you who don't like racing movies to watch a movie of all of those on that list, besides Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo, because that's a very entertaining movie. And who doesn't love Herbie? Um, Herbie was just a little before my time, and I, I never liked it. Shut up. Um, no. <laughs> uh, Rush is probably the one to watch. It's very Hollywoody, kind of like Ford versus Ferrari. It's pretty good. Other ones don't watch. You know, I watch it because the the racing footage is spectacular. But um, yeah, you should try watching Days of Thunder. It's it is Top Gun on in racing. You know, he he is he's got a buddy, and his buddy. But in in, in does this he have movie, a need for speed. He does have a need for speed, but his buddy doesn't die in. In this movie, he's just injured, and but he still gets in a really bad accident. Tom Cruise gets in a really bad accident, and he has a hard time engaging, much like Ricky Bobby. You know, when he can't go fast and he pretends he's on fire and he's help me, help me, Tom Cruise. That's where that all that comes from. It's from <laughs> Help Me, Baby Jesus. <laughs> I love that movie. God, that's a great movie. So that's my not buster driven 2001, 2001. Sylvester Stallone, Burt Reynolds, Kip Pardue, and uh, Sean. What is his name? Sean William Planner. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. uh, Did you see? uh, um, Oh, Captain, my Captain, uh, uh, with uh, Robin Williams. That movie. Dead Poet Society. No. Oh. He's in that. I am a, I am not a cultured moviegoer. Sean Patrick Flannery is. is the it. historian. Oh, no, that's Dead Poet Society. It's a great movie. You should watch it. That's a great I'm, movie. I'm not a cultured person. It doesn't um, have to be. It's a movie. It's There's nothing cultural about it. It's just a drama. It's a great movie. He was nominated for an Oscar. He should have won that year, actually. I think that I think that role was better than uh, than uh, the other one. Who did he lose to? I don't know. Was that 1989 Dead Poet Society? Um, so um, I think he was up for best supporting actor. Um, Let's see. I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm, I've already beat you there. He was I mean, I'm there, best. so. <laughs> he was not up for best supporting actor. In 1990? Is it 90 or 89? I'm looking at 89. Well, it might be in the 1990, though, so. Um, actor and supporting. Um, no, it wasn't. 1990 was uh, Denzel. Uh, Denzel won. That wasn't the year. So it wasn't 89? It was not 90 either. It was 88. I don't remember. Maybe he wasn't up for best act. 
It came out in 89. So it would have been 90, right? Yeah. Can we not scratch my chair? Okay. Anyways, can he I... wasn't actually. He wasn't. He should have been. Maybe that's maybe that was the argument is that he should have been up for best actor. Because he was Ethan Hawke was in that movie. How old is Ethan Hawke? Oh my gosh. Ethan Hawke's well, he was a kid. He's in that fifty-two. Movie. Oh my god, you're Ethan Hawke. Thank that. Can, can we stop that? Sorry, I can't keep scratching up my chair. Stop it. No, he was up for Best Actor in 1990. He lost a freaking Daniel Day-Lewis for a movie nobody freaking saw. Nobody saw this movie either. My Left Foot. Are you kidding? Nobody saw Dead Poets Society? My Left Foot. My Left Foot. So the nominees were Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot. That's about a guy could paint and shit with his left foot because he didn't have his his hands got broke or cut off or something in the war. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. For Henry V, you know him as that stupid guy that built that dumbass spider in that dumb Wild Wild West movie. Hey, uh, uh, Wild Wild, don't don't be talk, don't be hating on Wild Wild West. You're hating on Dead Poets Society, and you didn't even see it. Wow, Wicked Wild, Tom. All I can think of is Cartman taking that. We can make it. He turned down. He turned down <laughs> Neo. He turned down the Matrix. The big metal spider. But, uh, he turned Robin, down Matrix for that movie. <laughs> Robin Williams was up against Morgan Freeman, Tom Cruise, Kenneth Branagh, and Daniel Day-Lewis. What so a I think lineup. Won. Huh? What a lineup. But he still, he actually, of all those movies, Robin Williams probably had the best performance. I'm not gonna Mrs. Doubtfire is what he won it for, probably, right? He won it for the, uh, how about them Apples movie? I don't know. Um, with uh, uh, Matt Damon, where he was smart. You know what I'm talking about? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, he won Best Supporting Actor for that movie. Robin Williams did. He was nominated three times, I think, in his career. Uh, Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poets Society, and that one, and that's one he won for. You know, it's it's like Leo not winning for Wolf of Wall Street. You know. Yeah, and they gave it for him for, for Revenant. Revenant. Don't get me wrong; he did uh, all the shit. I give Revenant; he did a good job. Well, I, mean, I just don't. I just don't think Revenant was that good of a movie. I, I agree, but yeah, obviously, what he had to put himself through in that movie, yes, I agree. But his performance, and I watched Wolf of Wall Street like a month ago again. His performance is so good in that movie. Fonzie, stop it! It's so good. So. I'm declaw you if you keep it up. Um, but there you go. I mean, I guess, you know, it needs to be seen. But there you go. It's race week. Carb day is Friday with Brian Adams in concert. Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on several occasions. Are, are you going to go to uh, the snake pit? No, that's on Sunday. I don't go. That's see Shaq Diesel. I go to the race to go to the race, not to the. I don't listen to EDM. Not to pass or... out in the in the lawn, dude. So like, when I was when I photographed the 500 that year, you know, I was down in turn three, which is where the snake pit is, right inside of turn three. When the race got over and I'm walking back to the media center, like people are like leaving the snake pit, and it's like it's like a battlefield. 
<laughs> with these people staggering out of there. They're drunk. They're high. Who knows what they're on? You know what I mean? You know, people are holding up their friend, you know, on their shoulders, you know, carrying them out like they've been shot in the leg or something. They can't walk. This is the most hysterical thing I've ever seen. So, no, I don't do that. But uh, the Brian Adams Inc. concert is in the snake pit. It's just not for the snake pit. But okay. I like Brian oh. Adams. But so, every time so I this, think of So, not to interrupt you, but... So this podcast isn't completely about... This episode's not completely about racing. I do want to talk about a few things that I watched. Of course, of course. Of course. Real quick. Because it's getting close to that time where it's like, I got I got Chris got to go to bed. Um, so, shut up. Oh, so, I, I said it out loud. Shut up. So Saturday, I went and saw the new Guardians movie. Oh, how is the new Guardians? That is the best. That is probably the best uh, Marvel movie I've seen since um, Endgame. It is. Is fun. it better than Shazam? I keep seeing the scene like on YouTube or in like clips where they're trying to get in the. Uh, she's trying to get in the car. Yep, they dropped oh, the yeah. first f bomb in the in Marvel. Karen and he's they like, beat I Deadpool to it. I saw her on TikTok. <laughs> um, funny. It's really good. It's really fun. It's it's legitimately every all three Guardians movies were smashed. The second one wasn't the best, but it was still the better than most or a lot of other Marvel movies. Um, I give it, I give it an eight out of ten. It's a really fun movie, and it's a nice end to the to the Guardians. They die. No, but they kind of because Batista doesn't want to do it anymore, and uh, James Gunn is done directing them since he's the head of DC now. He's going DC. Yeah. So they're they're the Guardians aren't done. They they just make a new team, but like it's not who it's only Rock and Group now. Oh. And the movie, if you don't cry in this movie, you're a monster. I won't cry. It's a freaking horrible movie. I've never cared about a raccoon until now. Trash Panda. Um, but it's it it's a it's a great movie. It's it's what we've been wanting for a Marvel movie in a while since Endgame. I haven't seen Black Panther two, but I I watched Ant Man and the Wasp Quantanium or Quantumania. Quantumania, and- yeah. In that movie, I, I fell asleep. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not it's good. Just, it's just, I did see solid. It's a solid five. I did see I mean, the new Shazam is on HBO. Apparently, Chris yeah. gets tired at, at eight thirty. So I mean, I can't really consider him falling asleep during a movie. <laughs> bitch, bitch, I wake up at four in the just, morning. I'm just saying. Ah, that's funny stuff right there. Okay, here you go. Um. And then I watched, ooh, the highlight of all the movies I've watched. I know I watched a lot of movies this week, surprisingly. Um, I watched um, the D&D movie with Chris Pine. It's on Paramount I hear that's Plus a now. fun movie. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. It makes me want to. I haven't played D&D in about six months. I just, I just don't have the time to play it right now. Uh-huh. And I really want to play it now. Like, oh, my gosh. It, I, I have the urge. Where did you watch it at? It's on Paramount. Is it on Paramount? Okay, I'll have to watch it. It is. It's just a fun movie. I don't know how to explain it. it. I heard it was a fun movie. I did hear that. You don't need to know anything about D&D. They kind of like. 
every character is like a D&D class. Like you got the barbarian, you got Chris Pines, of course, the bard, who's hilarious. Um, and, you know, you got every class in there has like their thing, but it's just a fun movie. I it's, heard it was. What did you say? I heard it was a fun movie. I don't know where yeah. I heard that from, but it, I heard it was a really fun movie. Like if you got if you got I think I think it's about two hours. If you got two hours to kill, load up Paramount and watch it. Um, for those of us with uh, HBO Max, did everybody download the new app? Yep. Yeah, I did. It's a big pile of dog shit, is what it is. I like it. It's. I, like I feel it. like a, at least <clears throat> my phone, the phone one's kind of the same, more or less. But on yes. Xbox. On Xbox, the HBO Max app was, like, on one screen you could see 16 episodes of a season because it was four tiles across, and then it would just go down. Right. Now now it's one line. So if I want to get to episode, like, 25, I have to literally scroll through 24 episodes to get there. Are you serious? I'll have to, let me look at that because I didn't know. And I, and I, I mean, was, like... How can you go from having, like, such a nice app? I actually have HBO Max open right now. Hold on. On my... HBO uh, was one of the best designed apps out there. Much better. Paramount's, like, the worst. App is pretty much the same. App app is pretty much the same, looking at it. But the... On my Xbox, it is a big pile of dog shit. Let me pull up, like, here, I'm going to pull up South Park and see what you're saying, because... I'm literally clicking the All About Mormons episode. See, I want to see if it's like that on my TV. Um, hang on. I I don't have it on my TV, so I can't confirm. Oh, it was before. Oh, this is shitty, you're right. Like, I'm on, like, season two. So there's and... a show... In one it's line. like there's like three episodes Then I have to scroll all the way to the right if I want to get to episode 18. Like it's crazy. Yes, that's exactly how it is on mine. It shows three. Yes. It's like one horizontal line of all the episodes. Yes. In the old one was it was it were boxes. Like you said, four yeah. like tiles. Like, it was like a grid. It was like yes. if you were 16, it would be a four by four grid. And like if you wanted to get to episode 13, you would just press down like a few times. I do like the brand spotlight, though. Have you been to it? Like, it's, no, H- like it's yeah, got HBO, Max Original, TLC, <laughs> HGTV, DC has its own, Wizarding World has its own, Food Network, Discovery Channel, Magnolia Network, whatever that is. Uh, that TCM. is like the fancy, smancy, like, I think Golf Channel almost. Oh, okay. Uh, Turner Classic, which I love anyway. Travel Channel, ID, and CNN Originals, Cartoon Network. Uh, I, like the, I like the combined like, library. I just wish that they didn't neuter the, the app on the TV. It was, I, I, of, I agree with that. I, I agree with that 100%. I'm like, why can't you just keep the same layout? <laughs> like, oh, like, you know what you can't do? You can't add your own profile picture. Yeah, you can. I, I added. I added mine. When did, how did you do it? Because I can't. I went to. No, on, like your own picture or one that they provide. Oh, I didn't put my own picture. I picked like a. See, cartoon. you the HBO Max. You could put your own picture. 
Oh, yeah, no, I never did. Now you can't do that. Now it's you got to use one of theirs. If I did, I would have loaded up a dick pic. Because uh, Shelly, I had Shelly from South Park <laughs> as her picture. Shelly. <laughs> Shut up, I, Sam. I just, I just saw the episode yet last night of when uh, they, uh, they, they're trying to wait for that commercial of the new Terrence and Philip movie or something. And... Uh, Shelly makes them go out to get tampons for her, but they forget them. So when they come back and open up the front door, just a big, like, wave of blood comes out of the door. <laughs> which, which one was I watched it? Uh, I had Kenny. Kenny. Kenny was poor. Which one watched it? They've been showing older episodes on, uh, on uh, Comedy Central. Um. Oh God! I watched them yesterday. I don't remember. I was laughing at some of them because I was freaking Cartman. He's such an a hole. I mean, it's very. My balls. There's very few. <laughs> oh come Dude, on. Speaking of South Park, did you see? Did you see the Washington Commanders did it? Like, they they failed to get a uh, uh, a trademark. The commanders did too. Yes. Which is great. Oh my gosh. I hope they make another episode. South Park. <laughs> Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins go fuck yourself self holiday special. Was that bro down? Was it cash out? What was it? <laughs> Broadway bro down. Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. The uh, bro. Uh, what was it? Startup. Cash in, bro out, bro down, like, bro. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. That's yeah, that a, was the whole thing. That's great. <laughs> yeah, there should be a new South Park, uh, Paramount special coming out soon, or at least like one part of it. I thought they hated. Start up, cash in, sell out, bro down. That was yeah. Um, I thought they hated Paramount. Well, they still have that that deal. So there's six episodes. So their seasons are only six episodes long on like right. the new seasons. So this last one was six episodes long, and it was they took like a week break here, a two week break here. It was very like erratic because they also have the deal with Paramount where they have to supply them with the two movies a year so like they're going to do the six episodes on hbo max and then it's going to be uh two like movies like how they had the streaming wars uh-huh yeah yeah because they had the thing with the 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 water park that was full of urine or whatever no that was yeah streaming wars that was it wasn't it yeah the streaming wars it's still a water park but it's not pp's water park. pee the water no, park full of pee that's the, that's a different episode though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, it's P. It's all P. Oh, that was the South Park episode I watched. This when Kermit was taking swimming lessons. Oh my god! With the first graders, you sons of bitches, because he kept peeing in the pool. <laughs> oh, you sons of bitches! I'm trying. That might be the uh, the summer sucks episode where. That was when they lit the, the, the snake. Yeah, see? I knew it. I knew it. Yes. I, I knew it. <laughs> they lit the snake, and, and freaking 
whatever uh, the, the the uncle is. He's always trying to sneak weapons yeah. in from Mexico, and he keeps answering the question wrong. Do you, uh, is it just these two in the vehicle? Yes. Yes. Do you have any guns or explosives in the back seat? Yes. Yes. Damn it! I always answered that wrong. (laughs) And then they're trying in the cell later on, and he still can't get it right. Yeah, Ned was it right, Ned? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Holy shit! That's good stuff. Oh, and real quick, this has nothing to do with anything, but I did read that uh, with the AI going on now. Apparently, there's AI in music, so people. I, like I heard an AI today of Frank Sinatra singing uh, "To the Window, to the Walls." So, um, but Drake has Ice, released like five new songs all with AI I'm, lately. Ice Cube I'm, I'm, said uh, AI is. AI I, I read this. Ice Cube was on a podcast or on a, a radio show. He called AI demonic. He's like, this is this can really mess up somebody's career because he's like. And all this AI stuff and the deep fakes and all that shit. Yes. Well, he's got a point. He's like, if I sample a song, like I can get sued by the artist, right? Because I stole their beat, whether it's a drum, you know, whether it's a drum beat or a bass line, if they recognize it and can prove it's theirs, I can get sued for that. He says, why is this any different? You're stealing my sound, my voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, people aren't even, he says, I could used to tell who a rapper was. By their voice. He says, I don't know who anybody is anymore. He says, we need to get rid of auto-tune. Everybody needs to use their original voice to sing. And AI is demonic, and we need to get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, I know... Uh, God bless Ice Cube. I've seen, I've seen enough uh, sci-fi stuff to uh, know what happens when you try to oppress AI. So I'm all, I'm all for letting the AI do whatever they no, want. No, iRobot, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah, I know. And they barely survived. You know what the other half of the coin is? The no. geth. Chris. Got, the what? Nope, I'm okay. I'm okay with our robot overlords. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. I'll li- I'll happily live here. I don't want to go out in the flotilla. Skynet, man. It's, it's, we like, legitimately have like six movies about this. There's like six movies spanning like 35 years or more. Like, if if the stories that came out of like Google or whatever are true, that they had that like AI child or whatever thing and megan did you see megan the first thing it asked was like you know like some you know like i forget what the question was but it was something that you'd be pretty afraid of a robe of an ai asking like almost sounding like conscious so they shut it down Shoot, like Westworld, like that was made in the seventies. I'm saying, right, where the robots were became humanoid, you know, became these, humanized. Do these people that are making these AI and shit not have seen things like the I? C- robot? The CEO of Google legitimately said that he wants to make an AI god. <laughs> I can't like, we just when... like go back to when like phone companies like Motorola when they made the flip phone to make it look like the the, the, the you know the com for uh, Star Trek you know what I mean the recorder for the you know what I'm talking about yeah that's that's all they wanted to do was to imitate Star Trek now we're literally making people we want to Watch. imitate uh, Terminator oh my God between Terminator Westworld iRobot is it Minority Report kind of like that too here's what's gonna happen we're gonna create an AI 
We're going to send these AI out to explore space, and they're going to come back, and it's just going to be the first Star Star Trek movie. No, you know what it's going to be like? They're going to build robots that turn into automobiles and airplanes, and it's going to be freaking uh, uh, Transformers. Robots in disguise. <laughs> like, every time you get in your car, you're like, uh, Bumblebee? Right. You heard it here first. Who's your nerds podcast? You heard it here. <laughs> The Decepticons are going to be real. <laughs> and they're going to try and take over the world. I still have that meme in my phone where it's like, uh, like, why do you carry your gun all the time? Like, oh, just in case the robot uprising happens. She laughed. I laughed. The toaster laughed. And, the- and then I shot the toaster and we all and it was all good. <laughs> she, I, you know, people worried about a zombie apocalypse. I mean, you better worry about a robot uprising, not a zombie apocalypse. I don't know any of us that could survive without any of our computers. But I always say thank you to my microwave. Heck, I say thank you to Siri. You never know when she's going to turn on me. I play with that Snapchat AI thing way too much. Ooh, there's, a, I mean, there's even the net. With it's very dated because it's uh, 1994 or something. It had Sandra Bullock in it. Somebody stole her identity. But it's a really good movie too. But still, same thing. I'm, it's telling you it's gonna get bad. We we would be better off like in that Die Hard movie when they took over the satellites and messed everything up. People the, wouldn't be able the to fourth function. one, one of the good ones. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Die Hard with the not Die Hard with the Vengeance. Die Hard with Timothy Oliphant. That's all I. Yes, know. that's a good movie. We need one of those things to happen, and then let's see how people function. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident. That half right. the people in Kokomo would not know how to get to Marion if they don't have a map. So I can drive almost anywhere in Indiana now without a GPS. I'm just saying, I'm I'm giving you the um, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> anyways, does anybody have any shower thoughts? Yeah, don't fuck with AI. There we go. Yeah. Let's, let's leave it at that. Okay.